Welcome to Tiger Talk, the podcast for Mercy High School in Middletown, Connecticut, where we talk about everything Mercy, including students, faculty and staff, alumni, and leaders in our community. Learn more about Mercy High School at our website, mercyhigh.com. and welcome to our next episode of the Tiger Talk podcast, which is about everything related to Mercy High School in Middletown, Connecticut. And I am thrilled to be joined today by some wonderful guests. First, we have Mr. Brian Garcia, and he is the president and CEO of the Connecticut Green Bank. Hello, Mr. Garcia, and welcome to Tiger Talk. Hello. How are you? Good to be with you. I'm, I'm well, thank you. And uh, and Sophie and Julia, would you mind introducing yourselves? So I'm Sophie Ingalls. I'm a sophomore at Mercy High School. And I'm Julia Malls, and I'm also a sophomore. We are part of Eco Club. We are. We are very, club. and part of Future Business Leaders of America, and we're very involved in everything going on in our environment. Thank you. And these students were particularly excited to talk with you, Mr. Garcia, because of their interest in both Ecology Club and FBLA. And so uh, I know they they want to start off with a, a few questions. Firstly, we were wondering if you could elaborate more and like explain all the technical details of what really is green energy? Well, great, great question. So when you think about energy in general, right? So when you think about how our devices, our computers, our laptops, our home appliances, how all of those things operate, they, they require energy, right? So they you, you plug them into a wall. Uh, somewhere along the way, that wall is connected to a power plant, either locally or, or somewhere close to you, uh, and you're provided electricity uh, through that power plant. Uh, green energy is really about what's the source of that energy producing electricity for you, right? at your home, at your business, uh, potentially now for, for your electric vehicle, right? Where, where is that energy coming from? So green energy really is about sources that are uh, defined as renewable, alternative, clean, green. You know, you could put them in a number of buckets. Uh, but when we tend to think about it here at the Connecticut Green Bank, we think about renewable energy. So we think about solar panels, solar photovoltaic systems, those things you can put on your rooftops. You see them a lot now. You see them all over Middletown. It can also come from uh, wind, wind power, right? So I think there's a a lot of development happening here in New England uh, with respect to the development of offshore wind power. So uh, you could think of these sources as kind of nature sources of energy um, that are zero emitting. Uh, They don't produce emissions when they produce energy for you. So so that that's how I would de- describe green energy. It's it's the uh, the zero emission free source of energy that nature produces. Thank awesome. You. All right. So then my question would be, what does your green bank specifically do for our environment or like our society as our a community? Whole? Yeah. yeah. Cool. So green banks. Um, so we are here in Connecticut, the Connecticut Green Bank. We are literally the nation's first green bank. So back in July of 2011. Uh, there was a bill before the Connecticut legislature, Public Act 1180, uh, that received bipartisan support to effectively create the Connecticut Green Bank. Um, There are now uh, more than 15 green banks across the country, uh, at the city level, the county level, uh, even at the country level, outside of the US, we see them. 
Uh, we're about to hear um, President Biden talk about his infrastructure plan. Uh, and within his infrastructure plan is something called the Clean Energy uh, and Sustainability Accelerator, which is a national climate bank. It's taking the Green Bank model to the rest of the country. So, so what is it? A, a Green Bank essentially is a way for government or nonprofit organizations to take a limited amount of money and try to attract private investment on top of that. So when you put your, your future business leaders of America caps on, the goal here in this case is to um, have government mobilize private investment. This is what Alyssa, Alyssa's career was all about, right? Because when you see more investment going into your community, specifically from our interests, green energy, what we see is the deployment of more clean energy, um, as well as um, the creation of jobs in our communities, uh, the, the cleaner air, reduction of air pollution as a result of using green energy, uh, and all the other things that come with that, um, including reducing your energy bills. So not a lot of people know. A lot of people kind of think that uh, just because you are supporting clean energy that you have to pay more for it. Uh, in fact, what we do as a green bank by helping provide families and businesses with the capital to finance those clean energy sources is we actually lower the cost of energy for them. So, so they have more money in their pockets. They're cleaning the air. They're creating jobs in their communities. Uh, what can be better than that, right? That is the ecology and business working together, uh, both of your two clubs uh, reinforcing each other. Awesome. That, that's a pretty good answer. Yes. Since you seem very passionate about this, which is amazing, and we need more people like you in the world, Agreed. this green bank and green energy overall is just super beneficial to the environment and helps us economically, environmentally, and overall, just community-wise, yeah. it just it's great. So, what what do you like about your job? Oh, I, I love my job. To me, my job is a hobby, right? So, I think everything that we're after in our professional sides of our our lives is trying to find a job that is really less about work and more about a hobby. You know, a place that you want to be and a place that you could invest your energy and your time in doing something that doesn't feel like work. It feels like actually it's contributing to other the betterment of people's lives. So, you know, I actually fell upon this job. Uh, we are the Connecticut Green Bank. A lot of people think that I'm a banker. I'm not a banker. I'm, I'm somebody who kind of grew up uh, in the community, you know, I worked for local parks and recreation as a kid. Uh, I grew up and I studied the environment, politics, and economics in college. Uh, I was a Peace Corps volunteer in Kazakhstan doing environmental education, uh, and then went back to grad school. And I was like, okay, how do you pull all these things together, right? So, so when you think about your two clubs, so I've got I got a master's degree in environment and an, a master's in business administration in finance. So you can actually bring those two things together, those two disciplines together of business and the environment to do more uh, to help make our world a better place. So, no, I, I totally uh, love my job. Um, it was by chance that I happened upon it. And, uh, you know, people call me a banker, but, you know, I'm really an environmentalist. That's fascinating. I, that's, I mean, that's what else can you ask for? I think that I think I can speak for Julia and myself mm -hmm. that we both. Are really passionate about the environment, but also, you know, you need to make a, a living out of it too. And if you can combine those two things like you did, I think that's just a fantastic for the world and for just life in general. It's amazing how you found something that suits you so perfectly and right. a career that you're so passionate about. Like we can like see it, you yeah. know, like the community can tell, the community can 
understand and <laughs> right. like gets the love of passion and it's contagious i must say it yes. is really contagious <laughs> well let well let me tell you it's it's a journey right everything is a journey and you know i think uh, sophie this is this one's a little bit for you so you know i grew up as a kid uh, my mom always espoused education she was like keep studying get good grades you know go to college you, you know you'll do very well my father was always like okay he wanted me to be a professional uh, football player uh, i happened to be good in football and i happened to be pretty good in baseball uh, and i had a, a baseball scholarship and you know, my in college and my my body, you know, when you kind of get to that level, you're competing against, you know, really solid athletes. Right. And in my body, I, it just couldn't handle it anymore. Um, so I ended up um, at the University of California at Berkeley. One day I was down. I had been cut from the baseball team. And that part of my life, that part of the vision for my father, you know, which I very much uh, clung to and, and still to today, I dream about those moments, right? You know, I was down and I happened to be listening to uh, Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou is a poet and she gave the inaugural address of President Clinton. I think it was in 1992. Uh, and I happened to be, you know, downstairs at this house that I was staying at in college and I turned the TV on and I heard her on the pulse of morning. And if any of you have listened to it, or if you haven't listened to it, Google it. Um, it is the best environmental justice, um, how Americans can realize our potential uh, poem and delivery. It's like uh, Amanda Gorman's poem, right? For all of us that just happened recently. Maya Angelou delivered that in 1992. And that moment to me was like, okay, Brian, you need to pick yourself up and find what your destiny is all about. And the environment, you know, I grew up a kid. My, my parents took me to Lake Tahoe um, in California. I was born and raised in Southern California. So uh, all our summer gatherings with all the family were at Lake Tahoe at June, in June Lake. And those were really happy times. And I think it's the connection to those happy times that caused me to want to be an environmentalist. Um, so, you know, your pathway, whatever it is, whatever that journey is, Ultimately, you know, listen to it and you're going to find it. You know, uh, work shouldn't be work. It should be something that you love and are passionate about. I'm glad that you were able to find that inspiration because somebody as inspirational as Maya Angelou, like she's she's fantastic. Um, I, I'm going to have to look that up later, that poem and that whole speech thing, because I, I loved I, I was, what was her name. Maya Gorman, I think that or Amanda, Amanda Gorman. Amanda Gorman yeah. Sorry. Yeah, she when I watched her speech recently or her, when she read her poem, it was just it was so inspirational. So what can people our age, because we're not, you know, fully adults yet, we can't go out and do many things. We're not really at that stage of like getting jobs for the environment yet. What can we do to help the climate crisis, to help the environment, to make it easier for us when we get older without, you know, having to put as much time and energy in as like full grown adults do? So you, you can do a lot, right? So think of the things that you can do at home. You know, you can have conversations with your family about energy. Take a look at your energy bill. Take a look at your natural gas bill, your water bill, and, and think about things that you can do to reduce that consumption, right? That, that's always a good thing for the environment. Uh, there are also things you can do in your community. So I am co-chair of Sustainable Connecticut. Sustainable Connecticut is like, uh, you could think of a like a labeling system for what defines a sustainable city or town in our state. Um, they have a program called the Community Match Fund. And literally, there are hundreds of projects across the state where local citizens in communities across the state are coming up with their own programs and they're being funded through the crowd. 
So literally there are foundations who are supporting it. And then if you develop a project concept, you can get people in the community to support it. And that would be the financial backing to help you go out and do like, a, you know, an urban garden, a bee pollination projects, a smart energy thermostat programs, biking programs. I mean, you, you name it, a sustainability lifestyle is, you know, really about enjoying each other in the community, uh, getting outside, um, you know, exercising, being with each other. Um, so uh, to me, I, I think like getting involved and engaged in a community activity is absolutely something uh, people your age can can do and, and thrive doing it. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. you so much. And Mr. Garcia, what types of classes. I mean, we talked about the degrees you've received, and that's a wonderful way to kind of marry the, the business aspect and the, the ecological aspect of what you're doing. But are there particular classes that are helpful to, to gain you some expertise in that area? Yeah. So so putting my high school cap back on, mm-hmm. you know, I think all of your, your physical sciences and biological sciences are important, right? So you always want to be grounded in science from physics to biology to, you know, to then your social sciences, your anthropology, your history, your religion. I think being an environmentalist is really all about um, understanding everyone's perspectives. And then, you know, through a business lens, because, you know, our society runs on business, is you need to try to enable those businesses to see things your way in an environmental way, right? So um, to me, the environment is something that brings us together. The, you know, the name of, of our comprehensive plan, the Connecticut Green Bank's plan is called Green Bonds Us. We happen to sell green bonds, which is a financial instrument to raise money to support projects. And then us is capital U.S., so green bonds us. We sell these bonds to citizens across the country. But it also means something more special than that. Green bonds us. The environment unites us. And it is a fundamental principle that if we're trying to confront the environmental problems, the way we get there is through um, humanity, right, is through caring for each other. And that is the only way we're going to be able to solve our most pressing environmental problems. So, um, yeah, you know, that's uh, that's what it's all about. Now you're, I mean, you're also, we said, the president and CEO of this organization. So what does your role entail and in terms of running running the organization? So lots of things, right? Like I think I think a large part of what I do is to try to have a vision for people that work at the Green Bank that motivates them to deliver on a mission that is really beyond themselves, right? So so I want them to come to work every day, like, thank God it's Monday, right? Not thank God it's Friday. I want them to come to the office and feel like they are contributing to something that is incredibly important. I want them to feel like superheroes. So so to me, that that is, is my, what I think is ultimately what my job is all about. That also means supporting their professional development as well, right? So, you know, yes, I have a lot of uh, degrees. Um, I tend to be believe a lot in education, um, you know, understanding complex systems and taking complex data and turning that into decisions that you have to act on. Education helps you do that. So, you know, I am very supportive of my staff with professional development. So I want all of them to know that they have resources to go out and undertake education programs, you know, to help them professionally. So a lot, I think, of what I do is really people driven, you know, turning my staff into, 
you know, it's not one plus one equals two, it's one plus one equals three, right? Getting more out of them to contribute to our mission. And, and because of that, you know, we are the model uh, of a green bank in this country, I would argue even around the world. Um, in 2017, we won the Innovation in American Government Awards. This is like the Academy Awards of government programs for sparking the green bank movement. Um, as I noted before, there are green banks across the country. And today, President Biden is going to announce as part of his infrastructure plan, um, the Clean Energy and Sustainability Accelerator, which is a national climate bank uh, to help provide families and businesses with the capital they need to improve our nation's infrastructure. So, you know, it's the job is is exciting. You know, the Connecticut legislature having created it, Governor Malloy, and now um, Governor Lamont is considering expanding our mission beyond clean energy to, to pursue more green things like environmental infrastructure. So we could do things like waste and recycling, water, agriculture, parks and recreation, resiliency and adaptation, and just apply our model to those environmental problems. So I'm really excited by that. I think if we are given that ability through policy in our state government, then we can do more uh, just like we've done for clean energy and green energy. That's awesome. I'm, I, yeah, I, love, I, I love hearing about your, your store. I think, I think you have a really, really great company. And I think what you guys have done for the environment and for just our, not just our, our city or our state, but for the whole world, it seems like you, yeah, since you guys were whole. the first ones, like it, it inspired everybody. And so I think that you guys are really doing a great thing. And, and your yeah, in your company just it's like it radiates positivity. Like sure. it really does. And I think that Middletown, like Connecticut, just everywhere, just like Sophie said, is just I feel like they're gonna receive the love and really yeah. I think feel I feel it. like it'll really help in the long run when yeah. you know eight, 20 years from now when we are all using <laughs> green banks and you can look back and say, Well, Connecticut Green Bank was the first one. <laughs> so you know, Julia, you said it. It is about love, right? So, so like here I am, a business person in government who focuses on financing clean energy, all the technical things that go with that, greenhouse gas emission reductions, investment in an economy. When you boil it all down, it's fundamentally about love. And our vision statement actually was inspired by three people, Maya Angelou, so definitely go back to watching On the Pulse of Morning, Mayor Muriel Bowser from Washington, D.C., who took Connecticut's model and created the Washington DC Green Bank to ensure inclusive prosperity of people in her community. So she really wanted to see the green economy enable inclusive prosperity in Washington DC. Um, and then the last is, uh, I, I would say Mother Jennifer. Mother Jennifer was um, with the Daughters of Mary of the Immaculate Conception in New Britain. And as a company, we were going through a really hard time back in 2017, something had happened and we were struggling. I was personally struggling because we were doing great things. And yet uh, the legislature having to balance a budget ended up taking uh, over 50% of our resources. So I began to question like, what, what are we in it for? You know, here, here we're doing all this good. And we had a ribbon cutting ceremony at the Daughters of Mary. And this was in February of 2018. And I remember describing the project. I was like, Mother Jennifer, we, you know, we have enabled $2 million of investment in this one megawatt solar PV system on the campus here that's going to reduce X pounds of greenhouse gas emissions, right? I was using all of my metrics. And she says to me, she said, Brian, you do so much more because with the savings that come from these solar PV systems, 
I could increase my programs for the young and the elderly, and I could increase my housing for the poor and the battered. That's what you do, Brian. So, so I'm like, oh my, like she was essentially teaching me that it's about love. And, and our, our vision statement now is a planet protected by the love of humanity, because in the end, that is what it is about. If we love each other uh, truly, uh, then we will confront our environmental problems. And it's through the green energy lens and financing that, that we get to do it. I mean, love each other, love the environment. That's all there's really, there really is in the world. <laughs> so right. Thank you, Mr. Garcia, for your time and Sophie and Julia for your time. And thank you, listeners, for listening to this latest uh, episode of Tiger Talk. And we look forward to tuning in with you another time. Thanks for listening to the Tiger Talk podcast. Listen to the latest episodes at mercyhigh.com or subscribe to get the latest podcasts delivered to your device, either at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify.